from the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. Or we could say from the lack of fullness of the heart, or the lack of virtue of the heart, does the mouth speak. Good morning. Today, when we read these readings, we should think about our own selves. We are born with a soul, and the soul has intellect and will. We are more soul than we are physical, believe it or not, if we could really see things as God sees things. And in the soul, besides the intellect and the will, is the spirit, and the spirit is, where, is that part of the soul that connects us directly to God. And what we do with our intellect and our will, and what we do in the senses, comes out in our spirit. And people will recognize that spirit, whether it's aligned with God's will or not, if we get to know that person well. They say that you never know someone fully until you live with them. You've probably uh, heard that expression. And I think that's extremely true for today's readings, we are, we don't know each other well until we listen to one another well and until we know their vision, which is what is important to them in their lives. And we know what's important to us in our lives by where we spend our time and when we, where we spend our money. That's usually what indicates to us what's more, most important in our lives. And if we're around someone enough, we will usually find that out after a while. And so in the readings today, we are encouraged to examine our own selves and what our speech indicates and what our vision of life indicates. And by our speech and our vision, we can know a lot about ourselves spiritually. And so we need to monitor our speech and our priorities, and that would tell us a lot. And so the readings remind us, um, particularly in the gospel, that we need to be nourishing our spiritual selves so that our true uh, desires hopefully for the Lord, will come to the forefront. And so as disciples who follow Jesus, we believe that we are following Jesus' word made flesh. And Jesus did a lot of healings. He healed, most of his miracles were healings, by the way. And he healed a lot of people's blindness. He healed muteness. He healed people's who were well, lame, so that they could walk. And that all indicates certain things. For instance, um, when he healed those who had blindness, he was not only healing their physical blindness, he was healing the blind spots of their spirit. When he healed um, somebody who could not speak, he was also healing um, uh, their own priorities, their words. He was healing their faith. And then they began to praise God and gave thanks because we should always praise God no matter what because each day is a gift. Each day of life is a gift. And then finally, um, 
when we see Jesus heal people who are lame, he was healing their ability to walk a certain path, either to God, hopefully towards the Father. And so all of his healings had more meanings than just the physical. They were also uh, spiritual healings. It's interesting, if you watch television, you know, we all watch a little television at times, and I was watching an episode of Bewitched the other night. And of course, um, uh, Darren and Samantha are married. Samantha's the witch. And they're, they're having a little, in one of the episodes, first time I ever saw it, they had a little marital problem. So where does Darren go to discuss his marital problem? Not to a counselor, not to a priest. He goes to have a drink at the bar and is um, talking to his bartender uh, about his marital problem. And I think that's so true about our culture today. We don't want to go to religion. We don't want to go to even a good Christian counselor. We want to go to our friends. And our friends, after time, or wherever we go, whoever we talk to, we talk long enough, it will reveal the inner motives of our heart. If, if our, there's strife in our heart, it will have to come out somewhere. It will come out either in, in our work profession, it will come out in our families, or it will come out in our friends or in an addiction or something like that nature. So we need to be truly careful what we speak and what we, our motives are and what we see. What is our path in life? Today's readings remind us that our ultimate path is to be with the Lord in heaven. And so if we're living each day as it is a gift, if we're always thankful to the Lord, then the power of death, the power of evil and sin uh, uh, cannot uh, overcome us because we won't be motivated by fear. We will be more motivated by love. Fear and love are the two great motivating factors in our lives. Love is much greater of a factor than fear. Of course, fear of God is actually love of God. And so uh, we should be always thinking about uh, do we do things out of a love of God? Are we doing things somewhat out of love of ourselves, Or a fear of what our neighbors will think, which means we love creatures at times more than we love God uh, himself. And so today's readings are a great challenge to all of us um, to be aware of what we speak, be aware of um, what we do, be aware of the vision and the path um, that we are all on um, in this uh, uh, life that we are living. And so in the, in the opening prayer, I made a mistake and I, it was supposed to be about in a world of devo devotion, devotion to God. And I said division. And maybe that in some ways is providential because there is so much division today in the world and in the church. And that's because our hearts, our souls, and our actions and our souls and our vision is not in line with God's vision for the world and for ourselves. May the Lord help us to um, have that vision that he gives each of us uniquely in our hearts and souls. And may he give us the courage and the strength to live that vision and to speak the truth that he has given 
to each and every one of us. Amen.